Well, 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 welcome to another episode of Fearlessly Parody. Today, I have a dynamic guest in the house, Chris Larson. Chris is a financial guru. He's going to lay down some wisdom for us as parents and guardians that are going to help us manage our budgets and become more financially intelligent and how to pass some of this financial intelligence on to our children. So without further ado, here he is, Chris Larson. Chris, welcome to Fearlessly Parenting. Thank you for taking time out to be on my podcast. Stan, it's my pleasure. I absolutely love what you do for your audience, and I'm really excited for this conversation here today. So, Chris, tell us a little bit about yourself, what it is that you do, how, how did you come about discovering your why so far as being a financial guru, and, and uh, so my audience has a little bit more information about you. Yeah, so... You know, it's it's easy to look at people at at a point where they are in life, whether it's a you know a sports a sports figure or a, a leader, um, and you don't always see you know the background. I grew up um, very middle class neighborhood in Maryland. Um, my father passed away when I was five years old, um, and you know my mother. Uh, we had a lot of faith in our home, so I grew up going to church uh, Wednesday nights for church choir. My mom played piano in the church choir. I would go to uh, church on Sundays and then I'd go to youth group Sunday nights. And I was very fortunate that not only did I have, you know, my mother who, who gave us a, a stable home life, um, she ended up remarrying when I was 11 years old. Um, but also I had this tremendous uh, network at church and, you know, I found two things um, that were real passions of mine in life uh, through that network. One was cycling. So family friend um, through church inter introduced me to cycling. I raced bicycles for 20 years of my life. That was my passion when I was younger. Wow. I just wanted to be a professional cyclist. Um, I got to uh, got to train with Lance Armstrong. I, I got to travel all over the country and race. Um, but uh, during college, my, my best friend passed away. I was my training partner. He was my college yeah. roommate. And I, I realized that there was more to life than just riding your bike around. Um, and I ended up, uh, I, I quit cycling kind of, I started again later on in life, but during that period I had started to learn about investing because that same family friend from church also introduced me to, um, investing. And all he did stand was he gave me a money magazine and that money magazine, this is when people used to read magazines. I know a lot of people listen today, you know, yeah, so he gave me this magazine. I'll never forget. I was a freshman in college. And I remember looking through and there was this, there was this curve and it was an exponential curve and it was, it was compound interest. And it was talking about, you know, if you just invest a small amount each month, you can be a millionaire by the time you're 65. And I will tell you what, I really like the sound of that. Um, that was a little, that was a year before my friend passed away. When he died, I, I made a pledge. I said, you know what? God's given me the opportunity to wake up every day that my friend Chris doesn't have anymore. I'm going to make the most of every day. I'm not going to live with any regrets. And here's the thing in life. Fortunately, unfortunately, you have to have money to be able to live your best life today. Oh, you're so, right about that. I mean, it's, it's a necessity. Okay. Yes, sir. It, we may call it the root of all evil, you know, but that's on how you use it and, and how you uh, apply it in, in your life. But everybody needs money. We we all have bills that we need to pay, things that we Absolutely. need to take care of. 
Yeah. You know, there's uh, I'm, I'm trying to, it'll, it'll come to me here. I think it's Dan Sullivan. I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a group uh, coaching group of his called strategic coach. And Dan likes to say, you know, Stan, if you can write a check for it, you don't have a problem for, of, with that. So, you know, any problem you have, if you can write a check for it, that problem goes away. And, you know, over, over time I've learned these lessons and what I've realized is I, I truly believe, you know, I think maybe the love of money is the root of all evil, but if you are financially independent, you can become your best self because you can focus on what you're passionate about. Yes. Um, yes. and you know, my, my family and I've gotten to a point and I, I tell my story through, through my book, which I'm happy to share with uh, you if you're listening today called next level income. Um, but I talk about my path towards financial independence and, you know, now that I don't have to uh, go to work in a W2 every day, I get to teach others the tricks, the shortcuts, uh, the path and some things that I learned. Um, and I can teach people how to do it a lot faster than I did. And I'm excited to share some tips that you can use as a parent um, or just in your own personal lives to, to make some choices to help set up a better financial life for yourself. Well, you've gone through some bumps and, and over some hurdles that you can forewarn people about that they don't have to go through that. And, you know, I know earlier I said, you know, money can be the root of all evil. It's when you put money before God, when it becomes an idol in your life. Yes, sir. Uh, I like to think of money, you know, that you, you have an opportunity of what you earn to go and deliver it to the storehouse at your local church in the form of a tithe and offering to assist people or do things for other people. How awesome would it to be to be like you, Chris, in the position that you are and with this disaster that we just had in Tennessee and Kentucky with the, the tornadoes and everything to say, you know what? God, can I do something over here? And then to be able to write that out for whatever the Lord tells you to write that out for and send it and not have a worry in the world because your priorities were right in regards to your money. And I think that's all that you're trying and what you're going to teach us uh, today, Chris, is how to set our priorities right in, in saving money and in investing money. Uh, if, I, if I'm wrong speaking out of turn, just let me know. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're all right, Stan. You're all right. So uh, tell us, you know, why is it important that parents are really conscious about investing and, and uh, planning for the future? Yeah. So I think, you know, like anything, I have, I have two young boys. They're going to be 10 this weekend and, and 12 uh, in March. And, you know, what you say is important, but what you do is even more important. And, and kids are smart. You know, they pick, they pick stuff up and, you know, children are going to follow what you do as a parent when it comes to money. Um, they're also going to learn things. They're going to see, they're going to learn from other people and they're, they're, you know, um, my mother smoked for instance, and I knew I didn't want to smoke when I got older. So, you know, they can also learn the other way they can, they can learn from, you know, parental mistakes. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But I think, you know, there's there's some really important things uh, we can do as, as parents to set children up. Unfortunately, we are not taught these things in school. Um, we started a financial literacy program here locally. Too true, too true. Yeah. Stan, we started a financial literacy program here for a group in Asheville called Open Doors. And Open Doors mission is to take underprivileged children, help them develop and ultimately be able to go to college. And these are from 
you know, families who, who the parents have, or family members have not gone to college before we started this financial literacy program. And what was interesting was that there were parents sitting in the back of the room during the financial literacy yeah. courses. And we were just teaching, you know, some basic things. So I think, um, as a parent, it can be, it can be scary. So if you're listening today and you're like, I don't, I don't know where to start. That's okay. Because the best place to start, just like if you're on an airplane and the oxygen mask dropped down, the first thing you need to do is put the oxygen mask on yourself. Then you can help your children. You can help other people. Love it. Absolutely love it. And you're right, Chris. Uh, kids do watch us and they do learn Indeed. from their parents. They do learn from their guardians. And, and so uh, what are some uh, things that parents can do so far as financial literacy? They they may be in a position right now where they're not financially literate. Uh, yes, sir. How, how can they improve upon that? Yeah. So let's, let's do this. We, we've prepared a special uh, website just for your audience here, Stan. So go, you can go to my website, nextlevelincome.com and you're going to do forward slash kids, K I D S. And what you're going to see is you're going to see a free download there and it's called, uh, let's see here. I want to say it correctly. Um, it's called five ways to set your kids up for a lifetime of financial success. And as you listen, you're going to say, well, those are some things that that I can even use myself. So if you'd like, I can walk through these five tips real quick and then oh, you can check out the website but and I want to tell, Yeah, I want to tell moms and dads, hey, listen, in the podcast description, okay, you're going to find a link to Chris's book and you're going to find a link to these five steps. Now, I didn't bring Chris on to do a great big sales job. But there's a reason I brought Chris on here today. I know a lot of us, as Chris said, were not taught about money when we were in school. And it's not too late to make a change to put yourself in a better financial position by making yourself more financially literate. That is why I brought Chris on here today so that he can help you become the best version of yourself. So, Chris, with that being said, Walk us through these five steps so parents will know when they click on that link, they'll have an idea of what they're going to find there. Yeah. So step one, start bank accounts for your children. So whether they're, you know, whether they're a few years old or they're in middle school, if they don't have a bank account, the first thing you should do, take them into the bank. And what's crazy is a lot of kids, they don't, you don't have to go to a bank. I mean, we pay we pay babysitters with Venmo and Apple Pay now. Stan, um, a lot of a lot of younger people they don't really understand, you know, how it works for a bank um, or or how how a bank works. So make it comfortable, you know. Take take them in the bank with you. And the other thing you can do as you as you prepare to take your kids in to start a bank account, just start talking to them about money. Just have conversations. Ask them what money means to them. Ask them, hey, how like how would you pay your friend if you know he you know you had to had to pay him five dollars or um, if you got babysat? Do they use Venmo? Do they have do they have a phone? Start to learn about that. Just like you know, if if you pay attention to your kids' social media accounts and those sorts of things, um, start to have those conversations. the the next The next piece of that is, well, if you give your kids an allowance, um, we 
we think it's important to have our children learn about money. We actually call, I call their allowance a salary. And this is going to be important as we start to talk a little bit more about investing. So my, my children get a salary of $1 a day. And maybe you pay your kids for grades or jobs that they do around the house. You can set it up however it works in your family. Um, and the other thing we do is we give them an accounting ledger. And there's a link for mm. uh, an accounting ledger. And the reason we do this, Stan, is I have, I have a checkbook here in my, in my office drawer. And my boys don't know what checks are. They know what a credit card <laughs> is, but they don't know what checks are. Um, so, oh. you know, you and I, we grew up, we learned how to balance a checkbook. So how do you teach a child to balance a checkbook if there are no checks anymore, if people aren't using checks? And my answer that I came up with is an accounting ledger. Um, they're just, they're five, maybe $10 Excellent. on Amazon. Um, you can, you can click on that link. It'll take you to Amazon. You can check out the little accounting ledger. And all this is, if you're unfamiliar with it is with what an accounting ledger is, it's going to have in there. Um, a description. So it's going to say like, um, uh, you know, like uh, my older son's name is Ethan. So it may say, you know, Ethan, you know, um, you know, salary for, you know, the month of month of January, for instance. And then it's going to have an amount like a plus, a positive or negative. So let's say uh, your child is disrespectful. Let's say they don't pick up their room. They make, they don't make their bed. They don't do their laundry, whatever um, their duties around the house are. Maybe they don't get paid that day, so maybe they get a maybe they Ooh. get a debit, right? Maybe they're disrespectful to their mother in our house. They're they're going to get they're going to get a debit for that. Um, so you can have credit, you can also have debit, and then it, they're going to have a balance as well. So that's a nice way that you can kind of pay your children, you know, on a weekly basis, and you can also record in there. And again, you can tailor this. So let's say like my my son just came home, he got straight A's. Maybe he, maybe he gets, maybe you and your family, you pay him for grades and you can do a bonus for that. Um, if you have a business, so if you're listening and you have a small business, you may be surprised to hear that once your kids are about eight years old, the IRS says you can pay your children mm -hmm. for legitimate jobs. Um, my wife and I both own our own businesses. We have a family car. Let's say we, we have our family car. We pay to have it washed, right? If I pay to have my car detailed, it probably cost about $200. Well, I'd rather pay my, my boys 50 bucks to detail that car and, and wash it and vacuum it go. and do all those things. Um, and then my business can actually pay them. So if you have it, whether it's a small business or a big business, think about starting to shift some of that income. And that's a way you can start to, um, you know, move money off your balance sheet into their balance sheet and also save money on taxes. So again, step two, that's kind of a big, you know, a big two piece. That's one, kind of where I thought you were them. going with that on taxes yeah. and everything. That, that, yeah. that, that's a tax advantage to the parents. Love it. Go, go ahead. Yeah. So again, um, you know, at next level income, I, I talk about number one, make money. You need to learn how to, you know, help people out. The more people you help, the more money you can make, develop a really good skill. Number two, keep money. And in keeping money is, hey, pay the right amount of taxes. I don't think anybody should commit tax fraud. But if if I'm going to give my child fifty dollars for, um, let's say a pair like a pair of shoes, they need to go buy a pair of shoes. I'd rather they work for that. So if my if they can if they can wash my my business car, I can pay them fifty bucks. They can go buy their own shoes. I just saved paying tax on that fifty dollars. So there's a quick little trick you can use. Mm -hmm. um, step three is teach them about investing. 
And the third part of the next level income strategy is to grow your money. So how do you teach them about investing? If you're listening today and you're, it's, it's overwhelming to you, um, or maybe, maybe the stock market, you know, you don't understand how it works. And I don't think a lot of people under, I don't even understand how it works when I look at these things, <laughs> but there's a real easy thing you can do. If, if you have a job and you have a 401k, businesses will match your contribution into a 401k. If my boys make $30 in salary from their allowance and in, in, in a month and they save $10 of that, I'll match their $10. Now I have, I have to come out of my pocket $40, but mm. they now learn that if they save that money, then they get another $10 because I think it's really hard today, Stan, in such a low interest rate environment. You know, we were talking about inflation, right? Um, you know, in a low interest rate environment, how do you teach your kids how to save when they don't really make anything saving? So that's my way to incentivize them to save is to. Right, right. And, and there are a lot of adults out there, Chris, that they, they leave money on the table uh, because their company may have that magic thing. They don't take advantage of it. Yeah. And, and, and so they're losing out on money. I like what you're doing here because you're, you're teaching your kids child about the matching program so when they take a job they'll probably say hey do we got a 401k we got a retirement program hey do you do matching so they'll come out of the box asking those questions because they're fully knowledgeable about it at an early age man that is great thank you for that appreciate it yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, hey, you might be listening and say, I got that. You know, I, I invest in the stock market. Um, maybe you have maybe you have a business or your kids are making money. Then you can take this to the next level. The second part about teaching them investing, what we did was we started Roth IRAs for our children. Um, and I have I have okay. kind of a quick little little step in here um, in the download, but it's it's not hard to do. It's just like starting a bank account. You start a custodian. Roth IRA. And once your children are making money, they can contribute to that Roth IRA. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to pick stocks. I talk about the specific retirement fund that my boys have their money invested in. And here's the cool thing, Stan, once your children, if they're making a dollar a day and then they see that they're, they get their statement once a month and they made and like, say, let's say they made $30 last month, but they made $60 in their retirement account. They're starting to take note because we talk about that. We say, well, which, which made more? And then when, when you ask them how hard they worked for that, they now know that investing is money working for them. So what, if you're starting out yourself, the same thing, the earlier you get started, the faster your money is going to grow and compound. And if you can show your children how this works, you don't have to understand anything about trading and um, the stock market. You can just take some really basic steps, start a Roth IRA, get your children to start contributing early put it into uh, what we use as a target retirement fund. So you just pick a, a date that your your kids are going to be about 60 or 65 and it's right there. They do everything for you. And then you get the statements every month and you can watch how those dollars grow. Hey, moms, dads, guardians, I, I want you to think about what Chris has just done here. These first few steps, he he's, he's giving you the methodology of telling showing and then allowing the kids to do it you can't get a better system than that you're telling them showing them and then allowing them to do like in the roth ira letting them see that as well as telling them about that because then it becomes 
real to them when you go through all these steps. In the first three steps he's taking us through, think about it. He has done that in every step. Man, Chris, you're, you're rocking it, man. That was Chris Larson. Moms and dads, that was part one of a two-part interview with Chris Larson. And let me tell you, I talked to this man off the air and on the air. He's truly passionate about helping families gain financial independence and teaching their kids to be wise money managers. Please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find links to his website, to his book, Next Level Income, as well as many, many other resources. We look forward to seeing you back for part two of my interview with Chris Larson. And I want to challenge you, moms and dads, as I always do, to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.